Why is there so much emphasis on following which tradition or which lineage of practicing Buddhism? If the Dharma is taught by Gautama Buddha, should we only emphasize and refer as Gautama Buddha teaching instead of lineage and tradition? May I start with a, a short comment on it? Uh, this is because we ha have defiled minds. Just that, that we need to be right, that we have the, the wanting to be right, the wanting to know better than others. Uh, this is how a lineage and a tradition evolves that some people meet and say, let's do it that way. And everything who, do, who does otherwise is out of that lineage, is out of that tradition. And then they start their own tradition and their own lineage according to what they think is right. And the thing is that they insist on both, of course, both groups or all the groups that, that, um, that come up uh, insist that they are right. So, um, since the, uh, the Buddha, Gautama Buddha, is not living anymore, there is no being that can say, this is the truth, this is what has been said, this is what the Buddha said. So, but now are many, many people with defiled, more or less defiled minds there, telling this has been said, that has been said, and want to be right. So that's uh, why there are lineages and lineages and traditions. If we could agree on, on what were the, the Buddha's teaching, or what were the, the practice of meditation that the Buddha really told to, to practice, then there would probably be only one tradition and one lineage. Well, I'd, I'd like to add a couple of things. Um, and that is, it, it's, it, it goes a little bit beyond that even, because you have to understand, like, like in, in reference, for example, to Tibetan Buddhism, many aspects of Tibetan Buddhism, and I don't know about all of it, and I, I always don't like to talk about even a country's Buddhism, but many of the types of Buddhism that you find in Tibet don't even refer so much to the teachings of the Buddha or, or, or about following the, the teaching, the 45 years of the Buddha's teaching. They will instead strive to become Buddhas by themselves and still call this Buddhism. So it even goes beyond simply disagreement over what the Buddha said. It's disagreement over over in what way we, we relate to the Buddha. And so you might say, well, that's just because of, of defilements. But then, you know, it, it, it really goes by. So at the very least, there's room to, on a, um, on a subjective level, to suggest that there are different ways of approaching the Buddha. So you can say, you talk about the Gotama Buddha's teaching. Well, some people don't see that as the most important. They take Gotama Buddha's example 
as the core of, of Buddhism. And not even no, and actually many of them will not even refer to Gautama Buddha. In fact, there are schools of Buddhism that don't refer to so so much anyway to him. They refer to Avalokiteshvara Buddha. Uh, Amitabha is in, in China they call him who is in the western pure land who if you chant his name with a pure mind you'll be born in his realm and become a Buddha there so I mean someone from our tradition might just say well that's just because of the defilements of those people and the ignorance that they say that but subjectively there is room for different interpretations and so on one level there, someone could say well Yes, the Buddha taught all this, but rather than follow his teachings, I'm going to become a Buddha. And they might therefore start a tradition encouraging other people to do that and saying, yeah, let's all become Buddhas together, which seems to be the case in certain, in certain instances. Where, there's, where this is even more clearly the case is within a harmonious um, sort of super tradition. So within a group of people who follow the same texts, who follow the same teachings, and who can agree on what are the Buddha's teaching, I would say, I would you know, submit the, the, the argument that it still might be possible to have different traditions and lineages. Like you might consider Sariputta's lineage to be a, a specific type of practice um, that was suitable for people who had high intelligence and Mogalana's lineage for those people who were more inclined towards magical powers you know there's the story of the Buddha up on Gijakuta, Vulture's Peak and looking down and watching the monks go on alms round and he said you see those monks following Sariputta that's because they're all um, really in, engaged in the development of wisdom and you see those monks following Mogalana that's because the reason they follow him is because they are very keen on magical powers. And you see those ones following Ananda, that's because they're all, those monks are all Bahusutta, they're all ones who are, are keen on memorizing the texts. And you see those ones following Devadatta, that's because they're all corrupt <laughs> and evil. And so he said something like birds of a feather flock together. Uh, and so well, you, you you could consider that, for example, in in our tradition, what we call even even let's say within the the Mahasi Sayada tradition, you know, this group of people who follow a same type of practice, because you could make the argument that we don't find anything wrong with say Ajahn Chah's tradition. No, they 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 have a perfectly adequate and and successful interpretation of the Buddha's teaching or, or, or tradition of practice based on the Buddha's teaching. We could say that. I don't really know. Could be the case, maybe not. We, we, don't, we certainly don't you know, attack them or say they're, they're wrong. And we say they're still the same, they take the same body of texts and they seem to be practicing in a way that um, is in line with those texts. But even within the Mahasi Sayada group, every monastery that you go to not even every country, every monastery that you go to, every even within a monastery, within the monastery that I stayed at, every teacher in that monastery had a different way of teaching. And you could cynically say that it's because of the defilements of all of them but one, no? All but my teacher. Everybody else is just because they have defilements. But I don't think it necessarily has to be the case. Because 
the other argument was that it, it has to do with the, the needs of the students or the nature of the students, but it can also have to do with the uh, outlook of the teacher. So, for example, the teacher of Tucha Bhotila, really good example. How did he teach Tucha Bhotila, this monk who thought he was the b best of the best uh, because he could memorize the whole Tipitaka? He said, go run into the pond. And so he had this guy with all his robes on go and run into the middle of the pond and floating there in the pond. And he said, okay, come back out. And they sent him back down into the pond again. Why? Because he was seven years old. This is how seven-year-olds think. He was an arahant, this seven-year-old arahant. But this is how they think. They, they run into the pond. And then he's taught him in the middle of the pond about, about this, uh, this anthill. And the lizard goes into the anthill. What do you do to get it out? Plug up all the holes but one and then watch that hole and grab it. And he said, in the same way, this is how you watch your mind. You close all the other senses and just watch the mind, wherever the mind goes. That means don't worry about what you see, what you hear, what you smell. Just look at where the mind is. If the mind goes to the eye, then you just see, it goes to the ear, hearing. So you close them all. And you're only concerned with where the mind is going, not with anything else. So, so totally different way of teaching from, from you might say, another arahant. The, the technique would be quite different. And so you have, you know, you have some, some people in Thailand who, we have this practice of mindful prostration, and my teacher teaches it one way, but I went to another center and they teach it another way. They have this really kind of crazy, I mean, I'm, I don't go for it. To me it seems crazy, but they have another way of doing mindful prostration. There's nothing wrong with it. It's kind of crazy, but... It's still, if, as long I did it, and I was doing it, and you can be mindful just the same. We do these different parts of the walking step, and some people say you do lifting, placing, lifting straight up. Some people say you lift forward and then place it straight down. So there's a million different uh, ways of, of, of practicing the teaching. And probably, as Palanini said, many of them just come from defilements, but there is certainly room for a subjective uh, reason, which is that uh, sim simply because we're we're all we're all coming from different places, that all even all um, well, not not to speak of us students, but to speak of say uh, the hypothetical arahants, no? those people who are who are fully enlightened, they're still quite different. Even Buddhas are different in certain respects. In most respects, they're the same. But some Buddhas don't teach the Patimoka, for example. So would you say? So, but you you can't say that that it's because of the defilements of that Buddha that he didn't teach the Patimoka, it's because of his situation and because of the students and that came to him and so on. Um, what is the same will be certain concepts. What will be based on defilements is whether they're actually teaching based on the Four Noble Truths, Paticca Samupada, whether, whether they're, they're clear in terms of cause and effect. So if someone starts to say that, no, the Buddha taught that arahants have greed, anger, and delusion, then you say defilements. You can check that one off. This is wrong. But if someone says, well, you should prostrate like this, or you should prostrate like that, or you should do anapanasati, or you should, you, know, you should watch at the nose, or you should watch at the stomach, or so on, there's room for all of that, I think in the differences of, of uh, visa, uh, what is the word, wasana, which means the things that we bring into this life. Uh, maybe 
even the the uh, religions of of a country before Buddhism uh, came to that country still have a, uh, an influence on on how mm. it developed. Like in Tibet, there I heard was kind of ghost religion with shamanism called Bung. And um, that, that this still has an influence, and in, in China there, there was something different going on. So I think this can be taken in, in consideration as well. 